Hi, I'm Melissa. I'm Nicole. Welcome to Hot Zone. All right, everyone, a lot has happened in the recent news. Even though the draft is over, things are always in motion. So what I first want to talk about is Ryan Tannehill. He is the Titans quarterback. Pretty cute, not gonna lie. He has an elf jump that he does whenever he gets a touchdown, which I think is funny. What does that even mean, an elf jump? It just looks like an elf, Alyssa. All right, I'm obviously having to Google this right now. He is cute, though. Google touchdown, Ryan Tannehill. Oh, yeah, that is very weird. Elf. Or like a leprechaun, almost. He's always like... (laughs) That was really good. You look like a cheerleader. Cheer forever. Okay, Okay, so so there was Malik Willis that was drafted during the... Draft? (laughs) Yes, drafted during the draft. Sorry, guys, I'm a bit hungover. I'm not going to lie. Keeping it real and honest, my brain is not firing at all cylinders right now. So he said he didn't want to mentor Malik Willis And he says they're competing for the same job, which is true because they're both quarterbacks. And I just thought it was kind of interesting, you know, approach to kind of not really be about the team in a sense. If you're saying that you don't really care to mentor the new quarterback. Do the quarterbacks typically mentor the new quarterback? Like, is he being rude by saying this? Is it common that he should be mentoring him or people just like expected that? And he was like, no, I'm good. I guess it is an interesting topic because, I mean, football is a team sport, but then you also have to think that there are different people in different positions. So at the end of the day, it is a competition for that one position and to take that starting position on the field. So it's interesting to kind of have either the competitive um, nature or the team versus the team mentality. I mean, it's also hard when people are getting released and traded all the time. So it's hard to really think of When it's like, I wouldn't want to mentor someone to take my own job from me. But I get it. It's like, if he ever was to be injured, then we would want Malik Willis to be good. So it's like such a double-edged sword. There's not really a way for Ryan, I feel like, to win. I wouldn't want to be in that position at all. Yeah, Yeah, so it is tough, but it caused quite a stir on the internet. But actually, Malik Willis was doing an interview and the person said oh what do you think of Tannehill's comments and then he said that he didn't even take offense to it Tannehill wasn't necessarily saying that he you know didn't like Malik Willis but just kind of more referencing that is kind of the coach's responsibility to you know train and get the rookie quarterback there so I guess it's probably a mixture of both you know But I I think think when I initially heard it, it just didn't seem that welcoming. Yes, especially to, like, a new person, like, fresh on your team. Just don't say that out loud. Like, that can still be your stance, but to say that publicly seems a little premature and kind of rude. Exactly. But I guess it's similar to cheer. I mean, whenever there's kind of the new rookie class that comes in. Cheer, like, our cheer? Yes. Or, like, the cheer on Netflix? Monavist cheer. Those are very different. So, I mean, I don't know. It was, I mean, it's always interesting having fresh meat, you know, and kind of seeing how they are. Sure. 
But I will also say teams are just getting rid of people left and right and stuff. Even players that went to like the Pro Bowl or people that have been with the team for years, it's just, you know, they'll just release them, trade them. So I mean, easy come, easy go. Okay, moving on to the next topic. So this is very exciting for me as a Niners faithful fan is that Debo is following the Niners again on Instagram. It's been confirmed, and it looks like he's staying with the team. This is the most, like, petty, childish, like, way to announce any of this, of, like, who he's following on Instagram. Like, Debo is in the seventh grade. But it is good to see. Good to see he's staying, or at least good to see it looks like he's staying. Yeah, so it should be interesting because Jimmy Garoppolo didn't get traded. The hotness stays in the Bay. And also, Debo is on the team still, which is very good for the Niners faithful because they are, be- well, not they. Debo is the star of the team. So then we also have Sonny Michelle. He got traded to the Dolphins. Small place in my heart for him because I had Sonny Michelle last year in fantasy. When Daryl Henderson was out, Sonny Michelle was the backup, and he did me very well in fantasy football. So special shout out to him. But the Dolphins seem pretty stacked now because they have Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill got traded to the Dolphins. Yeah, they're low-key really stacking their roster, and who knows? Maybe they're about to come out swinging this season. I would love to see it. Honestly, that would be really surprising and fun. I mean, I think they could if their quarterback was better, but Tua is not that great. There was a video where he was throwing the ball to Tyreek Hill, and it low-key just looked like the video videographer was just – Making the throw look really good. Oh, yikes. Yeah, no, he is not good. He never really has been. He was on my mom's fantasy football team last year, and she would, like, start him every time. He did not do anything for her. Yeah. She had Aaron Rodgers, too. Like, she chose to over Aaron Rodgers on several occasions, which I did not understand. Honestly, Aaron Rodgers is not the best, but he's not the worst, honestly. He's way better than Tua. But, but yeah, yeah, the Dolphins are really coming up, so let's see. Because Sonny Michelle is good. I remember him being really good last year, so interested in to see how that goes. Yeah, he was part of the winning Rams. Next topic, Jerry Judy. So huge news. He got arrested on May 12th with a misdemeanor. Okay. And I had to look all of this up because I had no idea what he got arrested for. Even when I looked it up, still confused, not going to lie. I'm so glad you looked it up, though, because I've seen this everywhere on my Twitter, and I didn't want to look it up myself, so thank you. Yes, always doing the research for the team, for the pod, for you fans. Mostly for me, though. Yes. So he got arrested for second-degree criminal tampering with a domestic violence enhancer. What? What does that mean? I know. Let me put my attorney's cap on. I wanted to be a lawyer when Elle Woods and Legally Blonde came out. Of course. But, but, you know. It didn't happen for you. Not, not for, for me. me. So, so it, it was tampering with someone else's property intended to annoy or harm the person. person. So just like being a dick, basically. Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so also, also Jerry, Jerry Judy, Judy forgot. for everyone who doesn't know, he's a wide receiver for the Broncos. But he got out on bond without a no-contact order. So whoever's property he messed with. Is it domestic violence though, right? Was it like his girlfriend? I assume so. Okay. They didn't reveal that. Okay. 
And I looked at a few articles. I don't think it really does anything in terms of his position on the team or kind of status on the team since he's out on bail. Well, I shouldn't say it doesn't sound like it's something that's serious enough to get him kicked off of the team, but clearly it's not good if it had to do with domestic violence. Yes, so he's out on bail, but like, does the charge carry like a jail sentence? Like, would he go to prison or this is just like he has to pay a fine? That is a very good question, Alyssa. Let me look it up. Okay, it's, it's his girlfriend. They have a one-month-old child together, and she said she did not feel threatened during the incident. Wow, he's only 23. Oh, that's a lot younger than even he's I thought. He's so young, yeah. He's, like, very, very young. He was arrested Thursday at the couple's suburban Denver home after his girlfriend reported that he locked some of her belongings and items for the baby in his car, preventing her from returning to Virginia. Okay, yeah, so just being a dick. Well, there you have it. I'm glad it wasn't anything more serious. Yeah, it looks like no allegations of physical violence, so it's not like he, like, hit her or anything. He just was being an asshole. I mean, that story, it does make sense, I guess, what the charge was that he got charged with. So, Jerry Judy can be on next year's Fantasy Football League. He wasn't that good. I wouldn't pick him up. Don't tell them that, Alyssa. Don't tell them all the tricks of the trade. But I wouldn't draft him again, so, you know, insider tip. Okay, the next topic is Tom Brady is going to be a sports analyst on Fox after he stops playing football, whenever that will be, since it seems like he's going to play forever. Yeah, honestly, we'll probably never have to look at him be a sports analyst because he'll be playing football into his 70s. But I don't know. This doesn't surprise me. That's really the only thing football players can do after they retire, but I just don't want to hear Tom Brady's hot takes on football. I also feel like, so it is a 10-year, $375 million contract. Oh, my God. Wow. But is he just trying to escape his kids? Why doesn't he want to hang out with his family? He never seems to. I mean, his kids are 9, 12, and 14, so I guess they're older, but also, isn't that the time when you want to be involved in their lives? Yeah, I would think so. But it's fine, and Giselle, we trust, always. She aight. What? I don't know. I really never, wa- like, what was she on? Project Runway? That was her thing? I don't, I don't know. Oh. I, don't, I, like, don't really know anything about her, other than she is pretty. Yeah, she was a Victoria's Secret angel. Yeah, so she could suck. I mean, she chose to marry Tom Brady, so my opinion of her, just based on the one fact I know about her, is, you know, not super high. That is fair. That is fair. I will take back my initial shocked, loud reaction. Maybe she's a nice lady. I don't know. And also with Tom Brady, I'm sorry, but can people stop using that one photo of him from last season where he's smiling and has really crazy killer eyes? That's like him in every photo. I think you know the photo I'm talking about, Alyssa. It's really annoying. Okay, after a quick Google search, I do know the photo she's referencing. Yeah, he just looks like that always. Like, his eyes just sort of look dead on the inside. Yeah, we'll post a picture to the pod. Mm-hmm. You guys can let us know. I mean, I hate to post it, but, you know, it's creepy. The world has to know. We'll post it as an Instagram poll and see if anyone thinks there's life behind those eyes. Yes, let's do that. I feel like people either love Tom or hate him. There really is no in-between. Yep, I agree. Interesting to see... If that ever happens for him, like, how did he sign this contract if he's still playing? Like, did they give him 
a time period to like, do this in? Like, it's 10 years, so they say, like, this has to be within the next five years that you start? Yeah, I'm not sure how all that works. Guess we'll find out. I guess we will, eventually. If he ever stops playing football. One day when he is off the field. And then the next big thing that has happened, NFL schedules are out. I did not realize that all the teams create a nice video announcing the schedules. Pretty creative. Did you know that? I had no idea about any of that. The only reason why I knew it is because of the anime one that was on Twitter, and people seemed to really, I don't know, like that, I guess. I thought it was weird, but not familiar with anime in any capacity. Alyssa, you already know, it's almost like you did some research as well, and I like this. It, for whatever reason, anime stuff shows up on my Twitter feed all the time, and I... So you do like anime. I don't like anime. I really don't know Stop why. resisting it, Alyssa. I don't know what in the algorithm thinks I like anime, but it's like anime and, like, K-pop, like Korean... Like BTS or whatever it is, and like Blackpink, they always show up my shit. And I'm pretty sure it's because of that one guy I dated a few months ago. He was really into anime. And I feel like for whatever reason, the algorithm's like, oh, you dated a guy who likes anime? Let's tell you about anime. And I hate both the guy and anime. So that was my rant about that. Yeah, I mean, if he was on the same Wi-Fi as you and was watching anime, then it probably... He watched anime on my Netflix account. That's exactly why. Yes. That was like when I would be asleep. He was allowed to watch that, but he didn't last long. He's gone now. Easy come, easy go. Say it with us, audience. Easy come, easy go for sure for him, because fuck that guy. All right. Yeah, anyway, back to... Let's keep it clean, Alyssa. Keep it clean. Back to football. So who did the anime one? Which, which team was that? That was the LA Chargers. They did that one. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, so I, I thought, thought it was kind of cute, cute clever, different. different. Shout uh, out to, to my Asians. Asians. Anime. anime. Sure. Represent. Isn't anime Japanese? Asian culture in general. Oh, okay. Gotta stand up for the We're community. just over overgeneralizing the Asian community. Now. I mean, well, you know. AAPI. Yes. I think it's Asian Heritage Month, actually. I think you might be right. Exactly. Actually, I feel like I just was in a meeting where they, actually. Where they told us that. So, yeah, I think it is. Yeah, so maybe, you know, give anime a shot, Alyssa. I will not give it a shot, but I support the people who like it, I guess. I don't know. Okay, the other one that also was interesting, I would say, is the Broncos had Peyton Manning in their video. I don't know why, the Manning brothers are just hilarious to me. I do think they're kind of fun. When they're in things, I'm like never mad to see them again. They're really funny. Guys, when football season starts, I think Monday Night Football, you can watch a version where it's Peyton and Eli Manning talking over the game. And so instead of the regular one that just has the announcers, you can watch that one and they like kind of do the commentary and stuff like that. Okay, so the Broncos did one with Peyton Manning training his replacement Russell Wilson and I just thought it was really funny I think Russell Wilson is a pretty good actor I'm not gonna lie I think he's in some commercials as well so I mean Alyssa you should probably watch that one that one I did have a few chuckles okay and then also Eli Manning was in the Giants one and also and Peyton Manning made a guest appearance in that one as well wow they are all over this stuff I know it was kind of cute the Giants one it was a secret schedule pro like project that Eli was working on I don't know. I just think the Manning brothers, they are funny. But again, that one is, 
I feel like people either love or hate them. I don't think so. Doesn't your brother like, not like them? No, I don't know. Does he? I don't know. I have no idea no. where you got that from. I heard it through the grapevine. All right, you heard it here first. My brother is not a fan of the Manning brothers. I think I heard it from Giles. Mm. All right, well, I will have to ask my brother next time I talk to him. I'll let you know. But I like them, so whatever. I guess between the Gager siblings, it's a polarizing topic. That can also be a poll. Yeah, all right, we'll add that to the yeah. Instagram. Who likes the Manning brothers? Also, you should probably jot this down, Alyssa, please. I'll remember. Okay. I'll have to rehear this when I edit it anyway, so that'll remind me. Okay. Then the last news that has happened. Right. Quick, quick pause, though, because our Chipotle's here. So we'll be right back. All right, back at it after a short pause for lunch. Okay, this will be hilarious, Alyssa. I think you'll actually really enjoy what I'm about to say. Okay. Not that you don't enjoy everything that I say. Okay. Correct. Yeah. I am looking at Alyssa. She's yeah. averting eye contact right now. Yeah. Everything you say is amazing. Thank you. Thank hit you. Me, hit me with your funny thing. So I got, I got kind of excited, excited because I saw, saw someone, someone named Jimmy Polo something slid into my DM. And I was like, what? <laughs> no, it's a fake account. Oh. Damn it. <laughs> He said, said, hey, hey, saw your comments, comments. but it's obvious it's so fake. So he's literally trying to pretend that he's Jimmy G? Yes. Wow. I mean, I wish it was Jimmy. He probably literally goes and, like, trolls through the comments of Jimmy G's Instagram and, like, DMs all those ladies. Do not, like, do not try to come for me, Tinder swindler. Like, I know that, you know, I'm pretty susceptible to stuff, you know, not really necessarily that aware sometimes, sometimes hit with fake fake news, and I just run run it around, around, not even knowing it's fake news. news. But this this one, I saw right right through them. them. You cannot scam me. me. Uh, Yeah, yeah, especially with Jimmy G. Like, I fully believe that you would know for sure if that was going to be the real Jimmy G or not. I know. Having your account not be verified makes that pretty obvious. But I will say that probably works, you know. Like, probably women fall for that because there are a lot of dumb people out there, as noted by the Tinder Swindler movie. That Tinder Swindler documentary was just crazy. Those people are so dumb. Like, I do not understand how people can be so dumb, but... If a guy said, give me money, I would be like, adios, blocked, removed. I could be married to a man, and if he wanted me to give him a loan of $25,000, I would just be like, nah, thanks, though. You know, like, what the fuck? But yeah, either way, I will not be scammed today. Not today, Satan. <laughs> not today, Satan. All right, I thought you would like that one. I did like that one. My life, always interesting, always interesting. Yeah. So the last news I will go over, well, I mean, there's been a lot of news, but I guess the only news that matters to us is that DeAndre Hopkins got disqualified for violating the NFL's performance-enhancing drug policy. I did see this on Twitter. Yeah, pretty big one, pretty big one. I will never forget that one game where Kyler Murray threw the touchdown pass to DeAndre Hopkins, and he was in the end zone surrounded by, like, five defenders, and he still caught it. Remember the Hail Murray, Alyssa? What did you call it? They called it the Hail Murray for Kyler Murray. <laughs> I thought you didn't know what it was called. Oh, that's kind of funny. Um, do I remember it? Absolutely not. 
That was when Kyler was your quarterback, I'm pretty sure, Alyssa. Yeah, but I think if it was two years ago, that was the season where I did not watch a single football game. Didn't you win? No, that was two years ago. Or three years ago. Oh. Three years ago, I won. And then the season after, I wanted to, like, stick it to the boys even further. And so I was like, I'm not going to watch a single game all season. And then if I win, they're going to look really dumb. I didn't win, so it didn't. The strategy did not pay off. But no, I did not watch a single game two seasons ago. I think that was when I won two seasons ago. Yes, it was. Wow, that's crazy! You didn't watch any football. Nope. I guess. I feel like is it that crazy? Yeah, that's not crazy at all. But I feel like I might have watched like a couple accidentally since I was dating Eric. So I feel like Eric would just like watch it at my house, and so I'd be sucked into it. But I didn't watch any on purpose. So I will will never never forget forget that that moment. It was was crazy. Alyssa, you have to look it up on YouTube later. I can watch it right now. Pause. Wow. Okay, yeah, that was right, pretty. Alyssa. Right? right? Yeah, that was that. Was that pretty. lives that was a rent free in my brain. Yeah, that was a pretty pretty good catch, I will say. Hail Murray, Hail Murray. never forgets. Hail Murray, <laughs> and you do know what it's called, Alyssa. I know all of I. You know, I'm always up to date with all of this stuff. I know that you are, but there will always. I always go back to that time in high school when you pronounced um, epitome. And you didn't know that the word epitome was not pronounced that way. And so now I've always then been like, does she know things? I don't even remember this happening. Oh my God, this is like such a foundational memory of our friendship of the day that Nicole, like completely seriously, you were like, oh yeah, this is like the the epitome of that thing. And all of us just kind of turn and look at you and I forget who it was, but someone's like, did you mean to say epitome? And you were like, is that how you say it? That's very embarrassing. It was so funny. But to be fair, you that's like, I read something once that was like, if someone mispronounces a word, it's because they learned it from reading, and so you shouldn't be like an asshole about it. So you learned that word from reading, so good for you. I mean, I guess, yeah, from, if you read it, it's kind of, it does work. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's how it's like spelled, if you've never heard it out loud. Epitome. Really anyway, that came to mind when you said Hail Murray, because I was like, oh no, she doesn't know that it's not called that. I know, and I also, like, make up a lot of things, too, a lot of phrases. Yep. So, you know, it could have been either way. It could have been either way, but it sounds like I just wasn't giving you enough credit on this one. Thank you. Thank you. So, DeAndre Hopkins is the star wide receiver for the Cardinals. If none of you guys picked up on that because I said Hail Murray, Kyler Murray. Anyways, educating everyone. So it's a pretty big deal because he's one of the major players for the Cardinals, and he was sidelined with a knee injury starting in December. I think he was on one of my fantasy football teams. He definitely has been on my team more than once over the years. He's good. He's very good. So he couldn't play in the playoffs for the Cardinals, which was unfortunate. They didn't make it that far, though. And now now, we have to wait until until week seven when he will be able to play again because he got disqualified from the first six games. That's a lot of games. Yeah, Yeah, so it is very interesting. I never would have thought he would have been, you know, using some supplements that you aren't supposed to. 
But, yeah, yeah, I'm not sure. He and his team released a statement saying that he's very careful about what he puts in his body, so they're investigating, apparently. But doesn't weed count? Like, if they smoke weed, that counts? I don't know, because I feel like a lot of them probably use a recreational marijuana. I would think so. Anyways, guess he wasn't careful enough. So, I mean, we'll see. I don't know if they're going to release something saying what it was or if that was just kind of the statement stay tuned okay so this is a great segue into the new segment of the week so every week we will go over a player that you know we think has a really good story a lot of these people they have different backgrounds you know and i think it's good to kind of highlight kind of the story they don't really hear most of the time, since you just kind of see them on the field and just judging them based on your performance. But some of these players have really, you know, gone through a lot of adversity in their life. And I think it's nice to highlight that and kind of get to know them more. Yeah, little little spotlight. Get to know them more beyond their projections in fantasy. Great. Let's dive in. They're more than the points. Okay, so who's this week's player? Who are we diving into? So we're talking about DeAndre Hopkins, so that's why it's the perfect segue. Perfect. So, I mean, you know, it is unfortunate that he got disqualified for using drugs, but or performance-enhancing drugs, but... So the backstory behind him is that he was an introspective and pretty quiet kid. His dad passed away when his car hydroplane when he was younger. Oh, God. Yeah. Awful. Pretty sad. Yeah, that's really tragic and unfortunate yeah and he had these oversized hands oh okay more hand talk that grew faster than the rest of his body (laughs) okay i know i promise we won't always be talking about hands in every episode but i mean i feel like big hands is perfect for a receiver so exactly makes sense why he's good so he got noticed when he was in his peewee league and that's when kind of, you know, people saw that he clearly had some sort of special talent. He was catching six passes per game. I mean, you know, for a child or an NFL star, that's pretty good. Yeah. So his mom struggled, unfortunately, and was in a lot of tumultuous relationships, often including domestic violence in there. And DeAndre kind of witnessed all of this as a child, which, you know, isn't great. No, not at all. You know, he had a kind of a rough upbringing for sure. And unfortunately, what happened is that his mom was seeing a guy and he left and took her car. So she went to kind of find him and he was actually in a relationship. So when she went to confront him, his girlfriend came out of the house and poured a bucket of bleach mixed with lye on her. And basically, like, her skin just kind of, like melted off and stuff they had to graft skin from her chest to her face um jesus christ yeah i like so terrifying so she also lost her vision as a result of that wow and then she was pretty embarrassed to go to games when deandre was younger this was kind of when you know he was getting noticed and everything so she really wanted to support him but she just you know i think was learning again to kind of live life you know with now like not having her vision and stuff like that yeah that's really hard yeah so then she 
didn't go originally, but then later on she was able to go with the support of like family. And even to this day, the family goes with her to the games and they kind of give her a play-by-play -play action of kind of what's happening. Nice. And even though she can't see, if DeAndre scores, then he always gives the football to his mom. And that's his way of showing her that he sees her and like loves her support. So I think that's very sweet and very touching. Yeah, that is really sweet. Oh, I didn't know any of that about him. So when DeAndre was drafted, his mom, Sabrina, actually created a nonprofit that would help domestic violence victims. And it's called SMOOTH with three O's. And it stands for Speaking Mentally, Outwardly, Opening Opportunities Toward Healing. That's great. That's cool for her. Yeah, so you know, I think all around a good story. I mean, it's, that incident sounds so tragic. But I mean, you know, I'm glad she's like going to games, able to support him. And you know, it's very touching. Yeah, wow. I'm glad, glad he got a little spotlight. Although it's a bummer that he can't play he can't play the first six games, but... I know, I know. But, you know, I mean, he just all around seems like, you know, a nice guy. I mean, I don't know what happened with the whole performance-enhancing drugs, but... It's probably, probably something minor or something dumb. Who knows? We won't see, probably. They won't ever tell us, like, what he... Probably not. I don't think so. I think if anything would come out from his team, but alas, I guess we will see. All right, DeAndre, now you have it. So now I want to go into fantasy football leagues and how there are loser punishments normally for the person who's in last place. Um, our own fantasy football league is pretty big on these loser punishments. Sure are. So if you can't be first, just make sure you aren't last. Yep, that is my goal every year. Knock on wood, Alyssa, right now. Yeah, neither of us have ever been last. So one of them, I know that this is before my time, is that someone had to get their nipple pierced. Well, it technically wasn't the nipple. It was any piercing that was not your face. And I think, or sorry, any piercing not your, your ears. So he chose the nipple. Like he could have done his eyebrow or like his nose or something. And I think he chose nipple because it wasn't like obvious, right? You can just wear a shirt and no one will know you have your nipple pierced. But yeah, we were we were open to other options. He could have pierced anything and he chose his nipple. I mean, I think you're pretty limited though. Yeah, I mean, if I had lost that year, I was planning to get my nose pierced. So it was very, like it was a very easy punishment for me. This was back still when it was always hard to find punishments that work for guys and girls. Because there's always like, you know, they always want to do like the shave the head or like the kick to the balls or like all of that. And I'm like, I'm not shaving my head, right? Like for me to shave my head and for them to shave their head is a super different thing. I'm just so, imagining you right now bald. Oh my God, what a nightmare that would be. So yeah, the piercing was sort of where we landed. And even they were like, well, Alyssa getting her nose pierced would be super easy, but I've never lost. So it doesn't matter. I've since decided that it's not really about worrying about like what the girls are. Like, in our first years, they used to try to make it even, like, something that would be even for me and even for them. But now they don't worry about that anymore because I've never lost. So they just sort of gave up caring if it's even. So kind of just one punishment. Probably more chances that it will be a guy that loses. Exactly. I mean, I think if it was me, I think... I don't even know what I would get. Well, luckily... It doesn't matter because we were not the losers that year. I know. So, you know, maybe I'll think more about it if, you know, this becomes a loser punishment this year. Who knows? 
And then the other one I heard was the shock collar put on while someone is singing karaoke. That one was one of our more intense. Yeah, that one was a lot, which that one didn't even happen. We didn't even end up doing that one. That was probably the harshest one we ever came up with. And it was too harsh that we didn't do it. So since then, we've sort of made them easier because no one is going to put on a shock collar and like sing karaoke and get shocked. Like, that's not fun. We did do a taser. Like, we tased the loser one year. That was not overly nice, but the shot collar was a step too far, I think. I'm learning things as we're talking about it because I, you were part of it in the beginning, and I was not. So that's crazy. How did the person react to getting tased? Uh, he took it like a champ. There's a, If I ever find the video, I'll have to show it to you. He took it pretty well. I mean, it didn't look fun, but he only had to get tased once, so... I think he just did it once, and, and the winner got to tase him. So that was, like, the bonus for the winner. That's kind of nice. Yeah, so the winner got to tase the loser. I think that was our first year. It was fun. I don't know. Once is enough to get tased. Once seems like plenty. That could be, like, on Two Truths, One Lie on the dating app. Yeah, you know, I've been tased. Okay, and then, I mean, this one was a bit more tame. The license plate was, like, I lost fantasy football or I suck at fantasy football, but that happened. That season wrapped up the year the pandemic happened. That was the year that I won when that was the punishment because I'm pretty sure the winner was supposed to buy the license plate cover for the loser, and I did not. So maybe that was on me. Oh. And the person who lost also didn't live in this area so i think we all kind of decided even if we bought them the license plate cover we would never see it so what would be the purpose of that? it still would be funny it still would be funny but i think i just maybe dropped the ball i think that was on that was my fault well i guess the lucky loser that year yeah shouts out you're welcome were there any other what were the other punishments oh gosh i feel like kind of covers it i'm like trying to think of what else we did what was this year's I don't even know. I don't think we had one, one because it was. Oh, no! It was the combine! Duh. How could we forget? How could we forget? I didn't even put this on here because. Uh, okay, well, yeah. So, so I think it goes a lot. Like, basically, I think the boys, you know, even though they give me and Lissa a lot of crap in our group chat, always, you know, putting us down sometimes, I probably just feel more heated because. Of, yeah, you just take it really personally. <laughs> I do. I'm pretty sensitive. You're, like, not mean to us at all. Slightly. Anyways, Anyways this, this year, or this past year, year was the loser had, had to do the, the combine, combine drunk. drunk. So the, the combine, combine is a set, a set of, of exercises, exercises that are done, I think, before the draft to kind of prove that you can play football or something. It basically measures, like, your stats for different activities. All I really know is 20-yard shuffle or 20-yard shuttle. Yeah, it's like a 40-yard dash, the bench press, vertical jump, broad jump, shuttle run, and a few others. Oh, actually, okay, the one that I did know was the 40-yard dash. That was the one. I think the only one I could have said for sure was the bench press, since that's the one that was, like, the issue with this when we were first throwing it out there, because me and you could not bench press I think the requirement's like 225 pounds and like... Absolutely not. No, yeah, like we just couldn't do that. So they originally were like, well, we can't do that because if the girls win, like if the girls lose, they cannot do this. But then I think 
they sort of were just like, yeah, but the girls aren't going to lose. You know, I, I, as much as, you know, they give us shit, they respect us. I'll take the respect. Yes, they basically were like, well, you guys probably won't lose, so it's fine. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. So that was the punishment this year, drunk combine. Yeah, yeah, so, so our, our friend, friend ended up doing it. He lives out of state. Again, I'll be nice. I'm not saying specific details. We literally said his name on our last podcast. So. Oh. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> so he it doesn't live here, and everyone lives in different places. So, so he did the combine on FaceTime. And, I mean, then our friend made a video, a compilation of the combine. And he did the bench press. I didn't even think he did the bench press part. Oh, wow. That's dangerous. I think it's in the beginning, though. For how drunk he was, that feels very dangerous. But Yeah, our friends are, you know, low-key the crazy. Smartest. They're just not the smartest. But, you know, the drunk combine did happen. It was pretty funny. So, I mean, fantasy football, I mean, our girls league didn't do a punishment. I just don't know those people, so I wouldn't have wanted to do a punishment because I like if it was me, they probably don't care. If it was anyone that lost except for like you or Alex, I wouldn't have known them, so I wouldn't have cared. What would you have done if I was the loser? For my like, pick a punishment for myself. If no, if you had anything, no. What would you have done if you could have picked a loser punishment for the girls' league? I have no idea, honestly. Right? I don't have anything. I think for the lo- I think the loser punishment it is kind of I think it's more fun for like guys to do it because yeah I've seen you know other kind of punishments that have happened I did a little bit of research you know to kind of see other leagues what they kind of do and I think this one was pretty big news where this guy had to go to Waffle House and eat waffles. Or stay for 24 hours, and each waffle eaten reduced one hour of his 24-hour stay. So if he ate, like, 12 waffles, he'd only have to be there for 12 hours? Yes. How weird. And he actually ended up eating nine waffles and spent 15 hours in there. I honestly could probably only eat one waffle. Well, f- over 15 hours, though, that's like breakfast, lunch, and dinner. So if you had three, three waffles. That's true. Yeah, three waffles is a lot. <laughs> I eat one waffle in a sitting. So, wow, good for him. He really put those waffles down. I would probably end up just pacing around. Yeah, I'd probably just hang out for 24 hours. Yeah. Although, where was he supposed to sleep? On the bench. So, yeah, I mean, that one was pretty interesting. And I also saw on Bumble, there was a guy with a sash that said, I suck at fantasy football in pink. And actually, now that I'm thinking about it, he probably had to take the picture and put it on the dating app. That makes sense. He probably didn't choose to. Yes. That reminds me, this like teacher from my middle school that I'm like friends with on Facebook now, he lost his fantasy league and him and his kids went to one of those like photo things, whatever, and both kids and they're, his kids are young, they're maybe like seven, eight, that age range. They each had a sign that says, my dad sucks at fantasy football. And that's like his Facebook profile picture. That's so funny. I need you to show me that picture. Let me pull it up. Okay, so this is him. That's his, their two kids, and that's his wife. That is so funny, Alyssa. All we want for Christmas is for a dad to not to suck at fantasy football. Oh, my God. I think it's so funny. That is hilarious. Yeah, so I'm, I'm pretty sure, I mean, I don't think he would have taken this picture of his free will, so I'm pretty sure this was his punishment one year. I wish that you actually were friends with him so that we could post this on our Instagram. I know, but 
Unfortunately, I don't think I've spoken to him since middle school when he was my teacher. Slide him through on Facebook Messenger. I'm very glad you saw that picture. That was hilarious. Yeah, it is funny. When we get older and have families, that would be funny. We'll table that until that happens. Yeah, we got a few years. We should probably find boyfriends first. Yeah, you know, we got to walk before we run. Exactly. So some other funny ones I saw online was that the loser has, has to make an OnlyFans and can only delete it once they've made $100. Honestly, that's funny, but $100 is probably pretty easy. Like, I could make an OnlyFans today and make $100. Like, as a guy? I think you could probably do it pretty easily. I mean, the boys, when they had that, like, TikTok for a hot second, they had, like, 10,000 followers after posting, like, two TikToks. Right, right. So I think it's probably pretty easy. I remember that TikTok. Yeah, it was weird. It was weird. It was very weird. So another one was that these people had a side bet where someone had to eat a jar of mayo if they were lower in the standings of the football league. It sounds repulsive. Yeah, that's disgusting. I would never eat a jar of mayonnaise by itself. Like, it just sounds disgusting to me. Yeah, that's upsetting. I don't like mayo in general, but it's funny because when it becomes aioli, I'm all about it. <laughs> I like mayo, but I still would not do that. Yeah, it sounds pretty bad. And basically the punishment for the entire league was that the loser had to do a semi-nude calendar. That's kind of funny. Yeah. We should save that for next year. I would love for one of the boys to do a semi-nude calendar. Alyssa, what if we lost? Then I would do a semi-nude calendar and probably put it on OnlyFans and make some money. Honestly, so that would be OnlyFans content. Oh, yeah. I'd make more than $100. Exactly. Today. All right, I'm writing that down for next year. And then the last one that I kind of saw that was funny was a beer mile. So someone had to chug a beer before each lap. But the last one is a four loco. And you have to chug it? Yeah. That sounds miserable. I would throw up for sure. I have not had a Four loco since college, and the thought of it makes my head pound. No, I feel like I... I don't know if I've had one since college, but that one guy who used to hang out at the boys' house used to, like, what do you call it, shotgun them. Yeah, I saw him shotgun Four locos on, like, more than one occasion. That sounds disgusting and not good for the body. It was disgusting, and it did not look good for his body. He didn't seem to be enjoying it, but he is a weird dude, so. If he didn't seem to be enjoying it, then why was he doing it? I think it's one of those things where it gets him attention, so he does it. Like how Peter used to drink a lot of things out of a shoe. Ew. Yeah, same kind of thing. Yeah, that was disgusting. A man? No, just in general. People should not be pouring beers into their shoes and drinking them. That's so foul. That's beyond disgusting. But Peter used to do that a lot. He probably still does that. I'm sure if we asked him to, he still would. But yeah, I've seen him have several beverages out of a shoe. It's so gross. It's disgusting. And, and it's like you just put the, put the shoe back on and it's wet. Yeah, now you're all sticky from the beer you just chugged out of it. It's so gross. But anyway, the beer mile also sounds bad. I could probably chug a beer before each lap of a mile, but the four loco might get me. Maybe we should do the beer mile this year. I think that's definitely something to keep in mind as fantasy football season approaches when leagues are coming up with the rules, the loser punishments. But, I mean, one thing is certain. If you're a winner, you have nothing to worry about. So, yeah, I think that is everything that I wanted to cover. So, great. 
Amazing. Let's, Let's sign, sign it off, off Alyssa. All right. All right. Thanks, Thanks for, for keeping, keeping it hot. It hot. hot zone. <laughs>